Jesus poses a great challenge to all of us, right? Because he says, go and learn. Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. That's humbling because he's saying, you don't understand. You need to go and learn. He doesn't just command, be merciful. He says, you need to go and learn. You need to go and learn from the book of Hosea, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You need to go and learn why that was said. You need to go and learn why God would ask that of you. You need to go and learn. And he's saying this to teachers, to Pharisees, ones who know the law. He's, he's telling them, you need to go and learn. With all of your learning, you're missing the whole point. That's a very humbling. With all of your learning, you're missing the whole point of life. Learning is very good, but if you're missing the point, that's a problem. That's all he's saying. If God gave you the gift to understand and to study deeply, great. Use it. It's from God. But just make sure that wherever we are called, that we're, we're, we're on target, so to speak, of what this life is all about. And look what happens with Matthew, a tax collector, right? A sinner, considered a sinner. He is called, and it's the same word in the Greek when he says uh, uh, to rise. When he gets up and follows Jesus, it's the same word used for the resurrection. Matthew rose because new life was being breathed into him to be able to live like God and to get up and change. This was a resurrection of his life. This is what happens in the confessional in a very particular way. If we're dead in grave sin, Jesus is resurrecting our soul. It's a lot bigger deal than the resurrection of the body. It's a much bigger deal. It's a much bigger deal than what happened to Lazarus, right? Because the, the body follows the soul either up or down at the end right? So the people in heaven, right? Majority of people, human persons have their soul up there and they're waiting for the resurrection of the body, but their soul is there. And their soul is there because the intellect and the will, the ability to come and know God and the truth, and then the will to be able to choose freely, yes, to respond to God, that's in the soul. Those are powers of the soul. They're not in the body. That's why it's such a big deal. We express ourselves through the body. You hear me speak. I can see you smile. I can see somebody frown. I can see somebody laugh. I can see somebody cry. And if they're being honest, that's an expression of what's coming from the person. It's not a shell. The body's not just like a shell. We're human. We're a body and soul composite. That's what it means to be human. It's not just a shell, and it's not evil, the body. The body was made very good. It's a beautiful creation from God. But to be human is body and soul. But to know and to come to know the truth and then to choose freely, that's in the soul. Those are powers of the soul. So when Matthew gets up after he hears God, 
after he hears Jesus, who is God, say, follow me, and he gets up and rises and follows, you're seeing the person. You're seeing the person respond. And then because of his response to the grace that Jesus freely offers, other people, tax collectors and sinners now also are drawn into the mystery of what God is doing in his son, Jesus Christ. Because now they're there at table and they're listening now to the word of God. And they're experiencing salvation and the offering of mercy for their own life to experience their own resurrection. Because they're either gonna go up or they're gonna go down. There's only two ultimate choices. It's either yes or it's no. There is no other option because we will exist forever. That is guaranteed. We will exist forever and it's either forever in heaven or it's forever in hell. That is guaranteed. The decision is ours to follow. Jesus already did all the heavy lifting. Salvation is done. He said from the cross, it is finished, it's accomplished. It is accomplished. Everything is done. What he can't do is force us. If we want the victory, it's ours for the taking. He already won. If we wanna to go to heaven, we just have to follow him. His commands, his teaching, his church. And when we fall, he's offered mercy. Jesus is God. Jesus is the most offended one by sin. He's the one who dies because of our sin. And he's the one saying, go and learn, I desire mercy. If the one who is the most offended and most insulted and most mocked and most hurt is saying, be merciful, he's the one we need to listen to. Yeah, if the one who has been the most spurned is saying, be merciful, if the one who would seem to have every right to say, don't be merciful, is saying, be merciful, we need to go and learn. Because the measure of my giving mercy is how it's going to be measured out to me. And it's not because God is cheap. It's simply because if I don't accept mercy, I cannot give mercy. Because I can only give what I have. If I accept the mercy of God deeply into my life and really stop and think that I have been released from offending God and others, I have been freed from hurting God and causing him to die. I have been freed from going to hell forever. I have been freed from all of these things that I've done to offend God. If I stop and really think about that and ask God to really help me receive and accept that, it's very hard to become uh, uh, unmerciful to towards others. 
I become mostly unmerciful generally towards others in a, in a lot of ways when I forget what has been done for me. When I lose sight of how God has treated me, not just in the past, but it's a continual act of love towards me that never stops. If I live inside of that reality, underneath the ray of that truth of light, if I live in that, it's very hard to step out of that and to become unmerciful because I realize by becoming unmerciful, I'm stepping outside of the love of God on some level for myself too. I'm doing damage to myself. And if I do that for long enough, I'm not going to be able to see that ray of light that I used to live in, if I used to live there. And so I step out into an area of darkness, and now I can't see. So it becomes very easy to be unmerciful, because I can't see. It's funny that the big sinners, when I say funny, I don't mean like ha-ha, but it's almost ironic that the big sinners in the gospel are the ones congregating around Jesus to listen. And the ones who should know better are the ones who are fighting against it. Isn't that amazing? That's a blindness. That's true blindness. That's true deafness. In some level, that's wrath. When God allows us to just stay in a blindness for a period of time, and that's a wrath. When God delivers us over to what we want apart from God, that's a wrath. And yet, the mercy of God triumphs over justice. And that's what we see here. Jesus is admonishing the Pharisees, but he's also helping to move them without going against their freedom towards what is good for everybody. Our only hope, mercy. I want to close with a quote from the Diary of St. Faustina. It's paragraph number 326. Jesus says, My gaze from this image is like my gaze from the cross. Okay? My gaze from this image is like my gaze from the cross. Jesus is the one who offers the perfect sacrifice. I desire mercy, not a false sacrifice or a sacrifice where your heart is not there. But there is sacrifice, and that sacrifice is Jesus who is the priest and the sacrifice at the same time, and he's saying that in that sacrifice on the cross, his gaze out to us is like his gaze from the divine mercy image. That's how he's looking at us and blessing us as he is being pierced and killed and offended and spat upon and ridiculed and shamed all in front of his own mother. So if it's good enough for God, then it has to be good enough for me. If God says, be merciful, I need to be merciful. And I need to also be merciful to myself so that what I receive, 
I'm capable of giving out to others. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.